Seeking mental health care can be overwhelming and even scary, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Dr. Josephine McNary, and I'm committed to making this process easier for you. Each week, my expert guest and I unravel a different form of therapeutic intervention in order to bring comfort and understanding and to help you get back to your true self. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mind Stories. Today, I'm pleased to have on as a guest, one of the newest members of Cal Psychiatry, Dr. Juliet Morgan. Dr. Morgan is an integrative psychiatrist and neuropsychiatrist working with a variety of clients via telehealth and in her San Francisco office. She specializes in the integrative treatment of clients with mood and anxiety disorders, ADHD, neuropsychiatric illnesses, and healing from trauma. She began her career as a neurologist and understands the complex interplay between the structural hardware and emotional software in the brain. She has been featured in several media outlets, including KQED and CBS, for her work with clients with long COVID. During training as both a neurologist and a psychiatrist at UCSF, Dr. Morgan pursued additional training in psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy, addiction psychiatry, psychodynamic psychotherapy, acceptance and commitment therapy, advanced nutrition, and sleep medicine. She enjoys working with clients of all ages with an aim of cultivating psychological growth and greater well-being. She teaches extensively on neuropsychiatry and neuroanatomy at UCSF and brings a whole brain approach to her clients' needs. Today, we talk about her integrative approach to patient care how she draws upon many forms of healing to tailor a treatment plan to a client's unique needs. Welcome, Dr. Morgan. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So today we are going to be talking about something that you have a specialty in, which is integrative psychiatry. Yeah. For the listener, I guess in kind of a nutshell, what is integrative psychiatry? So integrative psychiatry is kind of exactly as it sounds. It's integrating many different forms of healing into the care of clients, of patients. Mm -hmm. And so I guess the question is, what are those different modalities of care? Yeah. So I completed actually a fellowship in integrative medicine at UCSF Hospital here in San Francisco. And it was a chance to explore all these different forms of healing. So traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, mindfulness, acupuncture, thinking about how the body and mind are connected, thinking about really judicious use of supplements, medications as an option, but not the only option, and putting together a really personalized care plan for patients. Got it. So kind of looking at the whole picture and thinking of there are so many options that you can present to somebody as ways to improve their quality of life. Absolutely. I think a lot of people have had the experience of going into a doctor's office and feeling like it was algorithmic medicine, that they weren't really seen or heard, and that they weren't really a part of their care plan. Here, you're really co-creating this recovery healing plan with patients using every tool at our disposal, both the best of conventional biomedicine, cutting edge science, but also with these potentially spiritual forms of medicine, traditional forms of medicine and natural products. Hmm. So as a psychiatrist, which is what you are, so do you offer acupuncture? I don't, but I, But I think about it for my patients. So I think about, you know, if I'm listening to someone who feels 
you know, really separate from their body and is in their mind a lot of the time and might have pain along with depression or anxiety, I might recommend acupuncture. And we actually have a lot of evidence to recommend acupuncture in a number of illnesses. So following the evidence also incredibly important for me that I'm always guided by the best evidence we have for integrative medicine and then providing patients with referrals or recommendations. So also trying to use a kind of intuitive sense. Again, it's like evidence, science, and intuition that, hey, like this might really help someone. And sometimes getting grounded in the body can be really important for lessening anxiety and relieving some depressive symptoms. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. So the fellowship that you did in integrative medicine, I guess in a way allowed you to become aware of all of these different options and the evidence that backs these types of treatments, right? And so I guess my question to you is, as kind of someone who might be listening to this and they're thinking about maybe a type of psychiatrist to see, why would they maybe want to consider seeing a psychiatrist who has more of a specialty in integrative care? I think there are all different kinds of people who are interested in integrative care, integrative medicine. You know, there are some people who have had medication side effects and really want to work with someone who can help to find a tailored regimen for them, either going low and, and going slow with a medication or thinking about a natural product that might have fewer side effects. Um, or someone who themselves practices yoga, mindfulness, and wants someone who's philosophically on the same page as them. Or even someone who's just hesitant about seeing a psychiatrist and wants someone who's maybe feels a little less medicalized and wants to see them as just a full person with every option available for them. Right. And as you were talking, it also made me think about maybe someone who might be coming into your office or thinking about seeing a psychiatrist. And it it makes me think about all of these other options that are out there and available to them. And there are so many, and you use the word kind of being guided by evidence in this idea that maybe your role as a clinician is to help guide them as to kind of what the evidence is and understanding what avenues to maybe pursue. Absolutely. You know, there is unfortunately a lot of misinformation out there and some wallet toxic things that we don't have great medical evidence for that don't help patients and just hurt their wallets. But we do actually have significant evidence. So I'll give you an example. You know, when we think about diet, you know, there are all kinds of fad diets out there, but what diet do we have that can actually help with mood, anxiety, depression, and brain health? So as you know, I'm also a neurologist. I started my career as a neurologist. So I'm always thinking about the health of my patients' brains and what's going to help them. And we actually have a diet called the mind diet, which is just a version of the Mediterranean diet. And the Mediterranean diet has also been studied in depression, anxiety, but the mind diet in particular, if someone follows this just general Mediterranean diet over the course of their lifetime, we know that their brain could look on average seven to 10 years younger than age-matched controls. So following a diet that is rich in fruits and vegetables, uses olive oil instead of some of our 
more solid saturated fats like butter. These small changes can lead to better brain health outcomes. And we have studies that show that those diets also help with depression, anxiety, and many of the psychiatric symptoms that my patients come to me with. So if someone wants to work on diet, we don't have to work on diet. I'm guided by what I hear from my patients and what they want to work on and what they think is important to them and their healing. But I have an evidence base to guide me in helping them with recommendations for diet that could help their brain health and their emotional life. Right. And I also have this idea that you can help them narrow down what the best choices might be for, they're thinking about maybe doing something for diet. And part of your role is to present data so they can start making some better informed choices, maybe in terms of what avenue to pursue. Yeah. Some people really want data and I'm happy to give them that. I love the data. It is what guides us in medicine, what guides me in medicine. It's this funny mix between like heart and really wanting to help people and listen and use intuition and then have this incredible force of, of data of medicine behind us. But, you know, some people want a lot of data. Some people don't. Many people see me because of my background as a neurologist, because I, I think of that as also part of integrative medicine, that I integrate this background that I have in neuroscience and in neuroanatomy and in understanding the structure of the brain. I think of myself as like, I was a brain hardware engineer, and then I became a brain software engineer when I became a psychiatrist. So I do both the hardware and the software of the brain. And some people really see me because they want to understand what's happening to my brain in ADHD, why is it hard for me to do multiple things at once? Why am I always losing my keys? And what does medication or you know some of these other integrated modalities do for my brain as I am healing, as my ADHD is getting better? Or in depression, what parts of my brain are being affected? Why is it so hard for me to get out of bed? And for people who want some of that more neurology, neuroanatomy data, I'm happy to give that to them. And then for other people, they just need a healing space where I'm mostly listening and again, letting, letting them guide me and co-creating a care plan with them. Yeah. The other question I had was why choose this extra training in integrative medicine? But but I think I know the answer. (laughs) Yeah. There are a lot of people who, um, who like mindfulness or yoga or use supplements here and there, but I really wanted to become board eligible. And I wanted to have this additional training so that I could provide the very best kind of care for people. Also, because I think that there are a lot of people practicing in the integrative medicine space, many of whom are wonderful and some of whom are not really using any kind of data who are using anecdotal approaches or using something that's maybe charging patients a lot of money, but isn't doing as much for their health. And it was important for me. I mean, I was at UCSF. I'm still teaching at UCSF that we're really using integrative medicine, medicine with a capital M. Mm -hmm. Right. It also makes me think that this should be what the evolution of medicine should become over time, right? This idea of integrative medicine, incorporating all modalities that are based on data in order to help someone become whole and improve quality of life. Absolutely. I think that there's an idea that evidence-based medicine can't also be personalized medicine, which is just not the case. And we can personalize medicine for each one of our patients and use data to guide us. And 
just do no harm and use the best of what's available to us to help people. Right. This enlightened me about what integrative medicine is. I honestly, I tell you, I mean, I know that it exists as a fellowship, but I actually didn't know the specifics of what, what the training entails and the philosophy behind, behind it. So I really appreciate you enlightening me about this. And hopefully this has been helpful for the listener when they're thinking about seeing a practitioner who has more of an integrative approach, what to expect. And I guess the question is, I mean, I know some physicians call themselves integrative specialists, right? So, I mean, how does someone really understand and think about that training? There are all different kinds of people who practice an integrative approach. I think, you know, choosing a psychiatrist who has a fellowship in integrative medicine, it means that that person is pretty passionate about integrative medicine, first of all, but also went through the additional hurdles, the hoops, I mean, it's a year-long fellowship in order to make sure that they're practicing integrative medicine at the, the highest degree of quality for their patients. And that we're still thinking about integrative medicine through the same lens as the rest of our medical training with just as much rigor, but it's also a very like heart-based fellowship where we are also unlearning some of what we maybe learned early in medical training, just push through, see patients, churn through work. This fellowship also asks people to kind of look within and to find those connections with patients. And I think most people who choose an integrated medicine fellowship really want to have meaningful, long-lasting healing relationships with the people that they're helping so I think that that's probably why you, you would want to choose someone who's done the fellowship. Right. Right. Well, I appreciate you being here and talking to us more. I'm, I'm thrilled you're part of our team. And I think the services you offer are going to be highly sought after by many people who are really looking for someone who has that integrative approach and training. So I'm excited about you being able to, to help and see people moving forward um, on our team. Before we end, any kind of last words, anything maybe we didn't discuss about integrative psychiatry? No, I think that if someone is curious about it, it's worth exploring and it can be really driven by what someone needs and entirely tailored and personalized to them. And that might include a few more lab tests to look at either vitamin deficiencies or other things that could be contributing potential roots to what's happening with them. We might even pursue genetic tests to see how we can choose the right type of medication for them if they're hesitant about trying it without some additional data. We might integrate mindfulness. We might do mindfulness in a session together if that's something that the client, that the patient wants to explore together. Or we might explore medications together. But that it's hopefully, and the most important thing is that it's a space where someone can feel safe and heard and we go at the pace that they want to go. And the visit is entirely guided by what's important to them what they want help with, and how I can be of service. And I've done a lot of training. You know, I did a neurology residency, the psychiatry residency as a chief in both of those programs. I did a fellowship in integrative medicine, but really all of that was because I wanted more for the people that I work with. And I wanted a really, really big toolkit that I could bring to patient care. And I'm so excited to be 
seeing people at Cal Psychiatry. Well, thanks for being on, Dr. Morgan. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. This has been Mind Stories with me, Josephine McNary of Cal Psychiatry. With online psychiatry in California and 13 offices throughout Southern California and the Bay Area, Cal Psychiatry specializes in medication management, ADHD, anxiety disorders, alternative therapies, women's mental health, and more. Visit us at calpsychiatry.com and let us help you get back to your true self. Thanks for listening to Mind Stories and don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe.